Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The following program was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. For everything from questions about cucumbers to homes on cul-de-sacs, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Real Estate Show with Stan DeFritis, the dad, and James DeFritis, the son. For the next hour, learn about gardening, growing your favorite veggies, and growing your profits in real estate. Call them anytime at 727-254-7127. That's 727-254-7127. And now, your hosts, Stan and James DeFritis. And I am Stan DeFritis, the dad, and you are. And, of course, I am James DeFritis, and we are here every week, and uh, we are here to uh, talk about some gardening and, of course, real estate. And, uh, you know, again, it always brings me to the point that uh, if people have gardening questions, they can go to your website at AskMrGreenThumb. That's A-S-K-M-R GreenThumb.com. They can tap on the Ask button, and literally they can submit a photo right from their phone so from their smartphone that they've taken a picture with they can submit a photo and they can ask us a question you know if it's a bug identification or if it's uh, you know trying to find out you know hey what's going right what's going wrong in my yard uh, they can do that and uh, we certainly encourage it so it's www AskMrGreenThumb.com so that's www.AskMrGreenThumb.com and we encourage people to go there if you have interest in learning more about real estate auctions you can always go to our website which is FloridaAuctionTeam.com that's spelled all out or if you like the shortened version that's FLAuctionTeam.com they both go there and you can learn more about what we do for Keller Williams and for all of the wonderful Keller Williams agents so I always like to get that out there in the beginning of our program Um, so yeah so now i mean uh, we're into september now and so what might people be thinking about for planting in september for gardening stuff well august i think is too soon for veggies and things but september is a good time to start getting ready i mean i would add um black cow cow manure to the soil organic matter i mean i save coffee grounds uh, banana peels i cut up i mean i'm kind of a nut that way uh, eggshells and stuff you can't get enough good organic matter into our florida sand and you know we use the term soil here pretty loosely so improving the soil is important and maybe the most important thing that we do so when people say are you totally organic well i wouldn't call myself totally organic but i'm 99.9 percent organic uh, especially with stuff that i grow i mean i don't spray my bananas or my avocados hardly um, occasionally i might spray an avocado with copper if i'm getting into a fungus problem but that's a rarity and um, the bananas. Now, speaking of that, we did have a picture came, and I think you actually I made it. I did. Some- yeah, actually, he. Uh, this was uh, this came to us from the AskMrGreenThumb.com website, and again, he didn't actually have a question. But he shared with us. But he shared with us. And that's okay, too. I mean, you know, people, just because it's titled as Mr. Green Thumb doesn't mean necessarily you always have to have a question. Sometimes we're just interested to see how people are, how they're operating, you know, how, um, 
you know, how things are, you know, what's going right and what's going wrong. And the thing was, is this was a rather personal email. Yeah, he was one of my, uh, you know, you become friends with the folks that work with you every day. And some of the folks, you know, you were around 12 hours a day. Sure. And the the doctors and uh, I don't know how to say this, but there's a brotherly and sisterly love that you wind up having for the staff that works with you. I mean, some people are just putting in the time, but there are a lot of wonderful folks in nursing uh, that, that are there and doctors, but nurses in particular, because they're with you for the long haul, who just are, they become friends. And, uh, of course, I talked gardening to everybody while I was over there because that's part of what I do. And we were talking about bananas to one of them. I grow some bananas. Sure. Well, and, and, and on that, um, this came from your nurse, William, and uh, his name is William Wamba. Wambia? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm probably butchering that, Mr. William, and I, that is uh, my bad. Uh, but when you don't hear somebody pronounce it, then I have to make a, a executive decision on how you may say it. But he says, hey, Mr. DeFridis, I don't know if you remember me, uh, but I wanted to take a quick picture and show you about my dwarf Namwa bananas that I harvest recently. If you recall, we met months ago at the Tampa General ICU. I'm so glad to hear that you're doing well. My best, Nurse William. Great guy, and uh, yeah, I remember him. I remember all my nurses because they were all, you know, so instrumental in keeping you alive. And I say, you know, every once in a while you get a nursing say that they're tired and they're ready to go. But, you know, for, for those fine folks, the nurses, and also the support staff, the uh, folks uh, in red who uh, often help uh, you know, bring things to you and help you out on a regular basis. Uh, got to know most of them and um, found out where they were from. I mean, I had one uh, group who was a, a young um, assistant who was from Haiti, and he and I would I would go bonjour, because I knew he would know a little bit of French. I know just a wee bit. And uh, so, you know, but I would say hello and howdy, and uh, we'd talk sports, we'd talk the Bucks, we'd talk the Rays, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm like Paul Pipes Porter. I can give you my opinion. may not be worth anything, but I'll tell you what I think. And so will other folks. And that's what I think both um, we, we did. And, um, of course, also gardening. You know, I mean, he has a stock of bananas that are just huge. I mean, I, I had no idea. I mean, uh, the Florida native b- b- bananas that I think of, and again, well, I, I don't know what the native variety is. Well, there really isn't is. a native variety. They're, in, they're imported to Florida. So, so, there, so, again, my understanding of what I grew up as, with as a kid really was brought in. It was a banana that was probably brought in from somewhere else. Exactly. But the banana I'm most familiar with is the little tiny ones that we all see and and sometimes you see them in the store that you know public started carrying them a few years ago where you could buy uh the little tiny bananas now you typically grow the rajapura banana which is supposed to be the sweetest banana in the world right and and it's very tasty i think it's great i mean um i don't know if i need that much sugar these days well let's talk about that because if you're getting sugar that's trapped and binded into the fibers of a banana uh, that's a little different. It is. I mean, you can eat more sugar that's properly found in nature than you can if you're just going to grab for the granulated sugar from the sugarcane mill that you're going to dump on your cereal. And and there's also, you know, everybody knows there's phosphorus in bananas, and uh, there's also magnesium, another element that's important to us. So what I like about eating fresh fruit and vegetables is that you get all these natural ingredients that you need in an easy package. Sure. 
Banana's great because you can just open it up, you know, take it with you on the run. And it's full of vitamins. And um, some people even take the banana peels. They wash the peel quite well. They'll cut it up into small pieces and they'll put it in with tea. Um, you can, because it'll give you more of the, there's still 87% more phosphorus in the skin. Mm-hmm. And that's an element that we need. And um, it, uh, I've done that sometimes with some um, mint tea. I, the banana by itself doesn't have you know, much have much flavor, but if you add like a little mint tea with it, then I think it's more palatable. Well, and, and it's interesting that you say tea because this is a great segue. It's something that's come up a couple of times um, on your YouTube channel. And for those that don't know, we do actively put up these shows that we do here on Sunday mornings. We do put them up on YouTube on the Ask Mr. Green Thumb uh, YouTube channel. And literally, it's all you have to do is type in Ask Mr. Green Thumb. Don't type in Dr. Green Thumb. That will actually come up with the rap video where they're talking about smoking marijuana which is probably sponsored by Scott's Miracle Grow. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. if you want to get to us, it's Ask Mr. Green Thumb. And, uh, it, it, and one of the things that keeps coming up is, is it, it's happened a few times. And, uh, and again, we kind of go through a lull with the summer, but we'll pick them back up as advertisers in, in the fall is with Black Cow. And somebody keeps asking, hey, can you show us how to make Black Cow tea? And I had no idea what they're talking about with this, but maybe you have an idea of what they're talking about. Well, many things can be used in a liquid form and let's face it all things are used by a plant in a you know broken down form same thing for us i mean we may not want to think about it but everything's broken down in our guts in our stomach and in our intestines and Uh uh, that's how the process works a lot of people think that by adding things to let's say a, a water you could have it in a you could take manure if you wanted and you could put it in a uh, a sieve type bag, let's say cheesecloth or something, and you could make like a tea from it that you could water your plants. Now I wouldn't drink that. Sure, um, no, and, and I think that's I think that's sort of something that's become popular that's being done. Um, I'm sure it's not new to uh, to Black Cow and the people that that are the owners there, but it is something uh, you know because there's a ton of videos that really could be done to better illustrate other uses for that product. someday I hope we're given the distinct privilege to do more videos for them and and if you don't know um if you go to the black cow's website and that's b-l-a-c-k-k-o-w so they do a k not a c for their products you've probably seen their big yellow bags at lowe's and at home depot um and anywhere uh you know that fine products are sold like that big box stores typically have it we did some videos for them right and if you go you if you go to their website you'll see under the uh under their link that there are some Mr. Green Thumb videos that where we featured some black cow products and I'm happy to report some of the videos that we've done uh, well actually I will say all the videos that he has up there um, that we were part of have the absolute most amount of views I mean one of the videos we did has 30,000 views or 1100 hours of watch time Um, some of the other videos he has up there that are kind of done by you know actors and stuff you know doesn't come anywhere close and that's my I, I think the, the point I would make there is that 
you can put together a carefully produced thing and but it, it really is about the knowledge factor of the person that's going to be talking about a product and this is sort of my little marketing soapbox moment here sure uh, but you really do have to have somebody that's an expert in the field talking about a product and showing how to use it that's really where a, uh, the the uh, the magic happens you can't buy that uh, with some carefully crafted thing and that's one of the reasons why I think it's it's more important on the especially these how to videos that you see everywhere it's more important for people to uh you know try to solve the problem rather than uh tell you how to sell the product and and people get into telling you the, about the product rather than telling you why you need it and that's that's one of the biggest issues that i that i see today in most of the videos that i watch um or that i click off because cool. they, they aren't meeting that criteria i think you know there's a fine line that you have to be entertaining uh, on radio, but we're also trying to be interesting. And people have asked me, I know over the years, I mentioned program directors ago, I used to do some imitations on occasion when I would give a program. And I'd go, because it makes it more entertaining. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, I'm one of the few radio people out there who have ever, you know, tried to do some stand-up. And I tried that a few years ago. It was interesting. It was many years ago. And, um, you know, until you've worked, uh, um, you know, an area where there's a bunch of drinkers in front of you, you don't know how how that is. Sure. But anyway, yeah, I think that's important, though, that we build and let people know a little bit about ourselves. And we're not just sterile and going over, you know, we're not just reading heads. So, anyway. Yeah. Well, with that noise, we're going to go pay some bills here. But please don't change that dial. You are listening to AM860 with Stan DeFritis and Mr. Green Thumb. And we will continue here after the break. Stay with us as the plant talk and real estate talk continues. Remember, you can reach Stan at 727-423-4794 or on the web at AskMrGreenThumb.com. Why choose Stafford Tree Service? Is it because they're experienced, have the latest equipment, and friendly professional personnel? Absolutely. Stafford's positioned themselves as a leading tree trimming company in all of Tampa Bay. With honest professionals and competitive pricing, they'll earn your trust, too. In business for over 15 years, Stafford Tree Service is licensed, bonded, and insured to provide you the very best tree trimming experience. Call today, 727-546-8786. 727-546-8786. On the web at StaffordTreeSVC.com. Buying or selling a home is more than just a transaction. It's a life-changing experience. That's why the team at Keller Williams Realty turns to highly seasoned real estate professionals like James and Stan DeFritis, who are dedicated to providing exceptional, personalized service. And now there's the silent auction. If you're selling a home, this feature can get you an offer fast with minimal showings and only one open house. Find out more and connect with James or Stan today at FloridaAuctionTeam.com. That's FloridaAuctionTeam.com. Biophilia, our innate attraction to other living things. It's why people love plants. And around Tampa Bay, plants, that's P-L-A-N-T-Z, is bringing nature inside in workspaces and homes by delivering beautiful foliage plants. 
Our plants increase oxygen and filter out pollutants, reducing stress and improving productivity. And get you in touch with your biophilic side. Go to plantz.us. Dinesh D'Souza can teach you a thing or two. They're just chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. Where have we heard that before? Well, the first time I really heard it was during the hostage crisis. Remember? Uh, Jimmy Carter, uh, in which this superpower, America, is just being humiliated day after day after day. Well, those days are here again. The Dinesh D'Souza Podcast, available on SalemPodcastNetwork.com and everywhere podcasts are heard. When they chose the path of least resistance, you chose the road to success. When they chose to follow the crowd, you chose to lead the way. And now that you've arrived... You deserve a sports sedan as uncompromising as you are. The 2021 Acura TLX. Redesigned from the ground up with an aggressive wider stance to grip the road. Longer wheelbase and optional all-wheel drive to rocket you through turns like you're on rails. And power to spare with an available 355 horsepower turbo V6. And the best place to test drive your brand new 2021 Acura TLX is Moss Acura Tampa, where you'll experience the difference you deserve. The choice is here. The choice is clear. Choose the 2021 Acura TLX. Choose Moss Acura at mossacura.com. If 2020 taught us anything, it's you can't predict the future. No daily horoscope or full moon is going to determine your path of success. At National Aviation Academy, you can learn to work on and maintain aircraft in as little as 14 months. Call 800-659-2080 or visit wingmenwanted.com. A fortune cookie can't predict your future, but you can control your destiny. Visit wingmenwanted.com. For more information about our statistics, visit naa.edu slash consumer dash information. The following program was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome back to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Real Estate Show. Connect online at askmrgreenthumb.com. Got questions about gardening, real estate, or both? Give them a call. 727-254-7127. That's 727-254-7127. And now, your hosts, Stan and James DeFritis. And as uh, James mentioned earlier, you know, September is a good time to get your seeds ready, get your garden ready. Uh, you know, this is our best gardening season coming up, the fall-winter season here. Tomatoes, peppers, eggplant. Um, you can grow all of that Solanaceae family if you wish, and I still think they're healthy. I know there's people out there that talk about lectins and problems, and yeah, they may, they may be, but, you know, I've eaten a bunch of tomatoes, and I never went, oh my gosh, I've got these lectins are killing me. You know, maybe there's something to it. But I also think, you know, people like to sell a lot. And you know, to sell things, you need to be controversial. So, you know, don't eat that bread. Don't eat that pasta. Uh, you know, don't drink this coffee. Probably going to take two seconds off my life. Yeah, well, and, and I'm going to drink the coffee anyway. You can take two seconds off my life. But yeah. um, And I kind of reject that, too. I mean, the idea that you always have to be controversial. We have plenty of people out there that are controversial. And I don't know why it's become taboo to... Why can't you be loved by all? And, you know, this idea that you that you're only mediocre if everyone loves you. Well, I don't I I reject that. And but I do know that that is a a common thing in society where a lot of people gravitate towards that. And uh, I don't necessarily think that uh, you have to operate that way. 
I, I will say improving the soil, maybe even if you use earth boxes or you use some kind of a system you build yourself, if you can get out of the typical Florida backyard soil, we have nematodes in our soil, microscopic eelworms, and they will find your tomato plants. I assure you, even if you think you don't have them, you're going to find that they are going to be there. That they are there. The, and, it, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, you know, container growing is is really one of the areas that you, you know, people you don't know what you don't know until you try. And then when you try and you realize uh, that you're having problems and when people get nematodes, um, what are they going to notice? What are they going to see? What's, what is the problem that, that people can identify right now when, when they have nematodes in their soil? Well, the most common will be root knot nematode and it'll be knots on the roots. It looks like you pull it up and uh, you'll see this looking like an acorn on the base of many of your roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also lance and spiral and sting and uh, these other nematodes, which I'll mention to you, which you probably... But, but what does it do to the fruit? What's the first thing that somebody's going to notice? Well, the plant may be stilted. It'll be, you're going, gosh, the thing's starting to grow pretty good. I'm pretty happy. And then all of a sudden... It's not growing like it should. The now, leaning Tower of Pisa? Yeah, or or shriveled up? It just doesn't look as, you know, doesn't look as thrifty, as strong as it should. Gotcha. And you're going, gotcha. gosh, I know I fertilized it. I know that I've added organic matter. Now, I will say the more organic matter you put in, there are good bacteria out there that can eat upon nematodes. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the advantages of improving the soil. And um, so there are good bacteria, just like you and I. We have a trillion bacteria in our in our system and i can't even imagine a trillion unless you talk about our national debt but when you talk about a trillion of something to me it's mind-boggling well yeah i mean i can't think of a billion i mean i have trouble thinking of a million of something i mean it just doesn't you know once we get beyond things that we are used to um you know i mean we can think of a hundred of something pretty easily a thousand of something potentially once we get into the hundreds of thousands of something then you know the numbers start to mean less it's it's Um, hard to fathom it's hard to fathom but yeah so i mean container gardening is definitely something that you know it's definitely going to be something that you're not used to uh probably from up north that you will have to get used to here and uh you know in in it's um we have no allegiance, so if you want to make your own container gardening, uh, you know, box, we certainly can. Um, actually, we did a video um, on the YouTube channel where I should say, you know, I helped make a uh, what I considered a um, forever container box and sure. uh, wound up making it out of uh, some of the plastic wood that you could buy at Home Depot. And, uh, you know, that stuff's all encapsulated, so I don't think you're going to have any problems. Um, I did get a comment on YouTube where somebody said, oh, the plastic's going to leach into the soil, it's going to get into the soil, it's going to get into your food, and you're basically eating plastic yeah i doubt I, it i had somebody say that and i just said well i appreciate your opinion um you know show me your degree and and uh your phd and and uh you know uh, biosciences and they didn't get back to me on that so yeah i was gonna say and you probably won't either so yeah i think that's a good idea i'm gonna use that again right now i've got lemongrass growing in there that i didn't necessarily plant it came in i will say i like lemongrass but it almost becomes evasive sure it tends to the seeds tend to spread and then the first thing you know you've got lemongrass where you don't want it and um 
You have a lot of stuff growing where you didn't exactly want it to grow. But I will say this. Anybody who goes and gets a heart transplant, they for that entire year, you get a pass on doing anything that's physically taxing. Because um, uh, I, I did get to witness how much effort and time and energy goes into that. And it is a tremendous process. And uh, we might add, too, uh, something that you and I talk about all the time is that, you know, if you're in your, even if you're in your 30s, um, you probably, I, I know, you're in your 30s, you're in optimum, perfect health um, until you're not. And so one of the things we've been talking about uh, for the last couple of months, probably because of your situation, uh, I would say definitely because of your situation, is if you know if you have something that you think is wrong or you suspect there's something wrong or you have a certain tightness in your chest or you think that there could be something wrong, then one of the things that we're recommending people do is, you know, th- go talk to your, your uh, general practitioner. Go talk to them. Or if you are uh, able to just go see a cardiologist, go, go see a cardiologist. Now, I'm not a doctor and I'm not giving you medical advice, but I am telling you, you know, I am giving you logic advice which is if you're unsure and you think you have a problem go get it checked out you know go see about getting a a stress test where they run you on a treadmill or if you're not able to run they'll uh, do a nuclear stress test um and i or a nuclear stress test and you know and again the big difference that i was told from my cardiologist was yeah the nuclear stress test is done if you are if you have some physical mobility challenges so uh otherwise they'd like to throw you on the uh, treadmill and get you doing it that way. Um, But, you know, at least this way they can find out if there's anything going wrong with your heart or if you're predisposed to having a problem. So we couldn't encourage people more to go get that checked out. Don't be a statistic. Be be proactive in your health. I've been a preacher of it. And and, um, I also will mention to folks that uh, I'm not telling you what to do, but I have gone and had my third COVID shot because I'm somewhat immune compromised because I take 28 pills a day to keep so there's no rejection of the heart if you are in doubt i'm going to recommend that you go get your shot and it's not a political thing exactly stay tuned we're here on am860 and we'll continue talking about gardening and or real estate want to talk real estate auctions call james defritis at 727-254-7127 or go online floridaauctionteam.com Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. A wildfire near Castaic, California yesterday led to the closure of part of Interstate 5. That blaze, known as the Root Fire, reached 392 acres or a little more than a half a square mile. KTLA-TV reports that the Root Fire is threatening all kinds of structures. Elsewhere in California, thunderstorms dropped some light rain yesterday and gave a bit of breathing room to crews fighting other big blazes all across the state. Typhoon Shanthu drenched Taiwan yesterday, the storm center passing near the island's east coast. It's moving on now toward Shanghai on the Chinese mainland. Preparations have been going on there for days. And the Taliban raised its flag over the Afghan presidential palace in a ceremony yesterday as the U.S. and the rest of the world marked the 20th anniversary of the September 11th attacks. This is SRN News. 
If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Thinking about getting married but nervous about popping the question? IDC owner Keith LeClaire totally gets it. When I asked my wife, Peggy, to be my bride, I had to drive all the way to Michigan to get married. I was 24 years old. I turned around twice on the way up and turned back, coming back to Florida. Because I'm like, what am I doing? And I knew I had picked the right bride, but it was still scary. The third time, Keith kept on driving. And now, 43 years later, he and Peggy are living their best life. I married way above my head. Because of her, we're where we are today with three children, ten grandchildren, and a lot, a lot of friends. Having the right partner and being married, it's truly the biggest blessing of my life. And seeing and helping other happy couples, either just starting out or celebrating milestone anniversaries, is what International Diamond Center is all about. Life gets better each year that goes by. I'm just so thankful. International Diamond Center. In Tampa, Clearwater, and Lakeland, where relationships come first. First, always. I love my wife dearly. She's the greatest, biggest blessing that God has ever given to me. There is nothing more important than my wife. The following program was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome back to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Real Estate Show. Got questions about perennial problems with flowers? What about issues with closing on your newest property? Give them a call at 727-254-7127. That's 727-254-7127. And now, your hosts, Stan and James DeFritis. And I am Stan, and you are James. And uh, we, of course, uh, I talk about horticulture a lot, but uh, James is a uh, broker associate and knows a lot about real estate. I'm also a real estate agent, so I think between us we have uh, probably 30 years of uh, real estate experience. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I would say, uh, and don't sell yourself short. I mean, you've been through a lot of deals. We've been through a lot of deals together, and we've seen a lot of things that happen and things that, uh, you know, one of the things I always like to stress is, you know, you are never going to be short in, in real estate of having the cheerleader effect. You know, and what do I mean by that? The people in high school that you grew up with that were on that cheerleading squad and mm-hmm. the, the the guys that were in the varsity football team, these are a lot of the, what happens is, is that real estate can sometimes become an extension mm-hmm. of people who uh, have won't let go of their vainglory from their past, you know, and, uh, you know, and I'm not, and, and again, sometimes they can harness that, you know, because in real estate, it really is sort of a popularity contest for a lot of the agents out there in terms of how many people uh, that they know, like, and trust and how many people will wind up using them. Um, so, And again, I, that's not a knock. But what I do think is more interesting to talk about isn't the success stories. I think it's more interesting to talk about things that blew up 
became a problem, and then the agent found a way to get around it. Now, often that gets talked about, and then people, you know, the, most of the agents that we've had on the show usually want to avoid that like the plague because it doesn't fit into their, their cheerleader mindset. Right. You know, and that's a shame because uh, real knowledge comes from having a problem and being able to get through that adversity and figuring out a way to do it. Now, I, you know, it depends on where you're at. Maybe you're in a situation where, you know, you have a very active broker who will call you back and be able to, to help address a problem with you or give you advice on what you should do in that particular situation. Remember, a lot of I know a lot of people that listen to our show are just, you know, uh, are not real estate agents that, you know, just have a general interest in gardening or maybe they like like hearing a little bit about real estate, you know, the business itself. But remember, agents are people and, you know, and they don't know everything. I mean, you know, even the attorneys that help advise uh, brokerages have to look stuff up and try to find out what the right protocol is for, for doing things. Sure, especially if there's a problem. Right. And sometimes those problems, sometimes it can be, you know, not even the agent's fault. You know, there can be situations where the client is the problem. And more often than not, it usually is the client that's the problem. The cl- you know, and again, it's not to always blame somebody else, but sometimes it is the client. Sometimes you have a situation where, you know, the client isn't following the rules, despite the fact that you told them what the rules were. Sure. And, you know, that can be challenging. And it's challenging to educate your client without sounding like you're nagging your client or that you're, uh, you know, trying to claim the moral high ground, you know, so that can be a bit challenging as well. Um, You know, we had a situation one time where a client uh, decided they were going to take a refrigerator out the very last day, right before the walkthrough. And let me tell you, that created a big problem. Sure. You know, and so one of the things that Stan and I said is we said, well, geez, we're going to wind up having to buy a refrigerator here out of our commission dollars of a refrigerator. We're never going to be able to use now it worked out we were able to get it done but again you know you have to be able to think about things if a client just you know does it on their own then it's going to be a situation it's going to be a problem that you're going to have to address and if you don't have a solution and you you're sitting back and you're 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 muddled in your thinking it'll get worse so, you know, attack the problem head on and come up with solutions. Try to think just like chess. You need to, th- and, and this is probably good life advice. You know, have two or three different uh, uh, contingency plans uh, for everything that you're trying to accomplish, and things will go better. Sure. Have a contingency for a contingency if you can. Exactly. And, and it's hard to do that, but being a chess player that I am, you've got to look three moves down the road to see where what could happen. Right. And if you do that, you'll win more times than not. Right. I mean, you and I are no Bobby Fischer. I, I can no. think about three moves ahead, and then beyond that, it's um, hard. I you know, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I, there, you know, to me in chess, I'm always thinking about, well, all right, well, if, if they'll do this, then I could do that, you know, and, and, and that's probably very amateur Bush league, uh, thinking, but that's, uh, that's why I am not Bobby Fisher. When he tried to, uh, when I was a youngster, my father brought me down to web city and that was a big thing back then. And if I remember, I was young, very young, but Bobby Fisher was there as a young, he was a youngster too, a teenager. And he had like 10 people with chess boards lined up. And he was playing, he he went down and played each one of them. And of course, he beat everybody there um, because he was another level. Now, he tried to take that to music and it didn't work. Just because you're a genius in one area doesn't mean, and that usually means that you started out young in an area, you become great in one area. 
but it doesn't mean it's going to transfer, you know, across the board everywhere. And it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. People need to realize what they're good at, they should be good at. And then, again, we're good at what we decide to spend 100,000 hours becoming good at. That's what our uh, good <laughs> artist buddy, uh, Caleb, uh, or Jeffrey, and uh, actually it's funny with Jeffrey, um, now here's a story I'll tell with James. Caleb was one of our clients, and he had a condo we helped him sell. We actually helped get him into the condo, but he moved down to Ecuador. Now, I was worried about Jeffrey because he's in a motorized wheelchair, and I said, gosh, you're going into a mountainous, going to be probably cobblestone roads and stones and stuff, and sure enough, his wheelchair broke first day in, but James... Uh, being Mr. Computer that he is, got on the Internet and found him somebody that could weld his wheelchair for him nearby in Ecuador, which to me is an amazing feat. And Jeffrey just said, that is fantastic. Didn't quite use that word. But fantastic service that James would worry about him in Ecuador. Now, well, we like Jeffrey. I mean, it was not just a matter of do we look at our clients as somebody we help but we look at them as, in many cases, good friends. Right. And, and to me, again, if I had one advice for especially new agents, um, try not to chase the money. Try chasing the right, just doing the right thing and be helpful. Sure. And uh, the money will come. Um, you know, but remember, it's a super competitive field and uh, everybody and their brothers in it. You throw a rock, you're going to hit 37 agents. Uh, don't throw the rock. And no, I wasn't advocating for you to throw a rock. And that's in a group of 40. <laughs> that's Well, I mean, it, 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 there is a ton of people out there in the business. There's eight agents for every deal out there right now. Right. And then... Um, I can't quote whatever August was yet because some of the stats aren't out for that, but I can certainly tell you that for much of this year, uh, the average agent was writing seven deals to bag the eighth deal. So that's how competitive it had it uh, had become uh, in Pinellas and Hillsborough counties. Is that you know you had, you know that's the buyers were having to put in seven different offers on seven different places to get the eighth deal. So, um, and not only that, but, you know, you'd factor in love letters. What's a love letter? Well, I'm the best candidate to purchase this home. And then they'll include that along with the offer. Now, I think at some point you probably have to look at it and you have to say to yourself, geez, I I could see some ethical complaints being lobbed there. And I, I think... My personal opinion on the love letters is it's going to get you into more trouble than it's worth. But I'm helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, clean, reverent, and obedient. Right, <laughs> right. But my my overall thought process on the love letters is that you're you're you potentially are going to encounter some some legal problems down the road because of it. And I I think that it would be best if they just made a ruling and said no. We think you you know to make it an equal playing field, we're not going to do that because I don't necessarily know if. Some of the information that's being bestowed should be used or should be allowed for the seller to know in order for them to choose you over another buyer. Um, you know, it, I, I, I think in our society and now I'm I, you know, I'm Christian. I, I think it's it, it's you know, so if somebody told me they were the best Christian ever. Yeah, that's fine by me. I don't I don't really care. But in our society, um, should we be choosing someone because they're the best Christian over an atheist? I, I don't know. You know, it's a sticky wicket. You know, because we're supposed to treat everyone the same. And when we do these love letters, we're not doing that anymore. 
we're trying to stack the deck a little more. We're stacking more. the deck. You know, yeah. I remember I remember talking to all my staff at the hospital, but I wanted them to treat me just as great as they could because, you know, putting that IV in correctly is so much, much better than if somebody just says, I'll start poking. Oh, yeah. And in your situation, you know. But it, I like folks anyway. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, when it's life and death in the hospital, and so often it is, um, you know, you and I spoke about this with your couple of months in the hospital stay. Um, isn't it better to be the happy patient that nurses want to come in to help rather than being the horrible patient that's complaining and irritated and irritable all the time? And I think you're, I mean, again, <laughs> this is going to sound terrible because I'm sure the nurses are told you give them all the same care no matter. But I'm going to tell you that if you're a nicer person, the odds of you receiving better care probably are a little higher. Probably. Well, I, I think, you know, you develop a, a camaraderie with somebody and it helps. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and that that people should take uh, in kind. You know, you should definitely remember that that person is there to help you in your life and uh, to try to make sure that you have one. <laughs> but, but I've also looked at life in general. When I see people, I'm friendly in real estate. I'm friendly in the office. I find life is better in general. You can either be the negative Nelly, and I had a father-in-law like that, God rest his soul, mm -hmm. who was negative about everything. I mean, you hated to drive with him because... Now, Stan, why didn't you take up a good habit like smoking? Yeah, he was... Al was a curmudgeon, and, and I say that... Uh, lived to be in his late 80s, I believe. Smoked like a fiend. Yeah. Blew smoke rings at you. Uh, <laughs> what, what, you don't like the smoke, Stan? He he was a character, and uh, but, you know, God love him. Yep, different time and era, but, uh, yep, uh, you know, you know, it takes all kinds, and, uh, and that's one of the things we see in the real estate world is all kinds of personalities. Well, we love all kinds of listeners out there, so we want you to think about giving us a call and uh, being part of our show sometime. Absolutely. Stay here on AM860 as we talk about gardening and real estate. Interested in having a home consult? Remember, you can reach Stan at 727-423-4794 or on the web at askmrgreenthumb.com. Why choose Stafford Tree Service? Is it because they're experienced, have the latest equipment, and friendly professional personnel? Absolutely. Stafford's positioned themselves as a leading tree trimming company in all of Tampa Bay. With honest professionals and competitive pricing, they'll earn your trust, too. In business for over 15 years, Stafford Tree Service is licensed, bonded, and insured to provide you the very best tree trimming experience. Call today, 727-546-8786. 727-546-8786. On the web at StaffordTreeSVC.com. Biophilia. Our innate attraction to other living things. It's why people love plants. And around Tampa Bay, plants, that's P-L-A-N-T-Z, is bringing nature inside in workspaces and homes by delivering beautiful foliage plants. Our plants increase oxygen and filter out pollutants, reducing stress and improving productivity. And get you in touch with your biophilic side. Go to plantz.us. Buying or selling a home is more than just a transaction. It's a life-changing experience. That's why the team at Keller Williams Realty turns to highly seasoned real estate professionals like James and Stan DeFritis, who are dedicated to providing exceptional personalized service. And now there's the silent auction. 
If you're selling a home, this feature can get you an offer fast with minimal showings and only one open house. Find out more and connect with James or Stan today at FloridaAuctionTeam.com. That's FloridaAuctionTeam.com. Do you love to cook or have a favorite recipe that's a winner? Then you need to enter your favorite recipe sweepstakes to submit that delicious recipe. The winning submission will receive a year's worth of meats from Good Ranchers, a $1,400 value, and a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree. Increase your chances of winning by entering once per day and completing bonus entry options. So start cooking. Enter your favorite recipe sweepstakes at TheAnswerTampa.com slash recipes. This is Hugh Hewitt for Town Hall Review. If you're like me, you want more than just facts. You want insight from people you trust. People like Dennis Prager, Michael Bedved, Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, and, of course, me, your host each week on the Town Hall Review, a weekly roundup of the news. Tune in each week and visit our website at townhallreview.com. That's townhallreview.com. Listen to the Town Hall Weekend Review tonight at 11 on AM 860. The Answer. The following program was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome back to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Real Estate Show. Connect online at askmrgreenthumb.com. Got questions about gardening, real estate, or both? Give them a call. 727-254-7127. That's 727-254-7127. And now, your hosts, Stan and James DeFritis. And we're here to help you with both real estate and gardening. I was going to say, in the gardening line, if you need to do a little bit of trimming sometimes, I trimmed my avocado a little bit the other day just because it was going out into the sidewalk, and I didn't want to be tangling up people, you know, walking by, Um, but... Uh, I and I've had not as many avocados this year as last year, but I wasn't here to water them. Mm-hmm. I was in the hospital, and no one really thought about. I normally go out and make sure it gets extra water during that bloom period, because if everything's great, it'll put on more fruit, and if it's not great, the then tree it, goes it suffers. It, it goes all right. Well, we won't put on as many fruit because we don't know if we can handle it. Yeah, but that's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. Well, you you should have your opinion should matter more than most in that area. So you are Mr. Green Thumb. I've enjoyed gardening. People say, "Well, have you grown stuff?" Well, I've grown broccoli and cauliflower and Brussels sprouts, and I'm maybe for the fall here. I'm thinking of uh, getting my boxes filled, probably by you. With, oh joy, uh, with dirt, and so I can play again with uh, some growing things because I enjoy practicing what I preach and uh, I have raised when you were a little kid I raised a 57 pound pumpkin and brought it into the I extension remember. service, um, which they I think they still have a slide somewhere in the extension file there, which they used to use on programs, just to show that I actually did practice what I preached. Um, and I do, and I, and I love it. You know, to me, the thing about gardening is you can take all that frustration. You know, somebody cuts you off on 19, yeah, don't pull a gun and go follow them and shoot them. Go home and pound on the ground, pull that weed, do that, and you will be better off. Now, coming into the fall, too, we're going to a cooler season i admit in the middle of july and august you can work up a sweat walking to the mailbox so it just becomes so miserable when it's you know 98 degrees and 100 percent humidity 
you don't really have the same enthusiasm. No, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to the mailbox, you know, you can work up a sweat. I mean, <laughs> you know, meteorologically, um, I said that right. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I was going to say, anyway, from a meteorological standpoint, we are now in the fall, but it doesn't necessarily feel in Florida like we flipped the switch and we're now in the fall. Right. You won't see the trees changing color and things. Now, once we get a free in two or three months, <laughs> two or three months, you may. Uh, but, you know, it's funny. I, I'm part of the this area and uh, also the Central Garden area. I'm in their garden group, too. To me, it's different. Now, over there, I get a lot of feedback. Sometimes people want to plant, you know, real tropicals in the middle of the state. And I go, well, you've got away with it up till now. But when we do get a hard freeze sometime, you know, try to cover that 30-foot tree, uh, you'll find that Royal Poinciana will probably die. Mm-hmm. But I've had people go, nah, nah, you don't know what you're knowing. You know, we're, we're uh, and, and maybe, you know, with the world warming a tad, mm-hmm. we may have been, we may move those, those areas a little bit further north. So there may be a chance that you get by. Anyway, right. we're here to answer your questions, and I like to go back in sometimes so we both have some banter. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I, and, and, I, and I, I will say, I mean, an area where I tend to break with some of my conservative friends uh, over is I think it is pretty conclusive that the, the, the world is warming. You know, now we could debate all day long as to some of the causes behind it, and, and, and uh, you know, it could be man-made. Uh, you know, I'll at least cede that as a point. Uh, but as far as your, I mean, since we've been recording uh, global temperatures. I mean, to me, that's not up for debate anymore. It's definitely getting warmer. Um, now, we do know that uh, when we go back into, uh, you know, we look at geologic patterns, you know, time eons here, um, we know that it's been a lot warmer in the past than this because, um, you know, when you when you go to the middle of the state, like if you go to Gainesville, for, for instance, you can go to, there's a park there called the Devil's Mill Hopper. Mm-hmm. And it's a really neat, it's basically a sinkhole, but, you know, but it's a neat park to go to if you haven't been there. And they have lots of displays uh, up and around, and they, they'll show you all the stuff that they found from, you know, Indian arrowheads to shark's teeth. And they find, found these shark's teeth in the middle of the state. Now, what does that tell you? It we t- were covered by water. Right. It tells you that it was a lot warmer. And um, so, you know, and therefore, you know, the whole most of Florida was probably underwater. And, uh, you know, so in my mind, um, there are natural patterns that have happened over the over the time that we've had on this planet that will continue beyond us. And just because we've been recording temperatures for 150, 160 years potentially longer, um, you know, doesn't necessarily mean we have the full picture. You know, we have 160, 170, maybe 180 years of data, but we do not have data that goes beyond, you know, the, you know that. And that doesn't necessarily give us that longer, long view that we really need to make some of these definitive statements that some scientists are comfortable making. Sure. Well, you look at the clock of, of all time, a man of 24-hour clock. We've been here for about three seconds. Right. And in, in the time, if, if you go to that clock. Right. If and, you go back to the billions of years of, of history, then yes, that makes perfect sense. I mean, I think it's like a blink. You yeah. Know? So, so it's hard to say we know this. I always think it's funny, too, people who go, 
you know, they predicted 30 years ago we'd all be underwater in Florida. Well, we're not all underwater in Florida. And I find it funny, the same folks who say that's going to happen buy their homes on the water. Oh, yeah. Well, if yeah. you really believe that you're going to be underwater, you wouldn't go buy that house on the water. Well, why not? I mean, if you, you push global warming, then what you do is you go buy a house in Martha's Vineyard. That's what you do. <laughs> so um, I find it's like we like it on both sides. Thank you. And and I'm not going to get into the politics because. No, I, but I mean, I can pick on both sides and, and you and I do pick on both we sides. Do. You know, um, you know, uh, I, I was always irritated that, uh, you, know, you know, Trump would go on the air and go, it's a record. We spent seven hundred and eighty mil- billion dollars on the military. And then I'm going, wow. And how much did we just leave in Afghanistan? We only left two billion dollars. Well, you know? I, I, I read a report the other day. We left eighty five billion dollars collectively, collectively over the last 20 years that we were there. We and I guess two trillion that we spent. Huh? Yeah, I mean, and, and then add up the the you know the personnel and costs and everything that we've spent over there. And w- what did the American taxpayers get for that? Well, I don't know. Not much. Well, the Taliban got a lot. They they they. Oh yeah, yeah. Now and now they've come out on the air asking for. Uh, they want they want to make sure that Washington unfreezes their their money. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, guys. I'm rooting for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it amazes me. I actually called up one of my old colonel buddies that I talked to, um, Richard, and I said, Colonel Colonel Connors. I told him, tell me this isn't true that we didn't have a plan for a plan. And he goes, mm. you know, he, he like a good colonel, he didn't really want to go into it. And he goes, well, they're everywhere. And I said, we didn't have a contingency for a contingency for a contingency. And he goes, mm. you know, he, he said he, he was busy. And he'd call me back. Sure. I've not heard back from Rock on that one yet. He's still researching how we could. Uh, <laughs> you're probably trying to figure out how to validate it. But there's no great validation for leaving that kind of money behind. You know, now, again, I'm not suggesting that people shouldn't pay every bit of tax that they owe. But I do think it's uh, ironic that uh, we all have to diligently pay our taxes. And then they're going to leave $85 billion worth of equipment behind. And I, fi- I do find that a little bit tragic uh, that that's how they're spending our money and so you know uh, and that's it's not just one president you know that's that's you know think about from Bush to Obama to Trump to to Biden and you think about how many people were involved in the buildup of, of equipment they're all to blame but we started sending equipment even going back to Jimmy Carter right I, I mean even, so yeah I mean you can make that <laughs> argument too and that, that it's, it went beyond our, the current administration I mean you could say well Bush brought in the the majority of it you know not to get into politics but we you and I sometimes we have do. a variety show we here. do we go into a lot of different things but it always amazes me i mean we're here for you with horticulture which we love and plants and also real estate because everybody has a house or an apartment or something somewhere and you're affected one way or another by by real estate you're affected by plants Mm -hmm. as i've said even when i was in the hospital somebody said you're still gabbing about plants well i was Without plants, we wouldn't be here. We would die. So, yeah, they're important to us. Absolutely. um, Yeah. I mean, and we always are telling people, you know, if you really believe in global warming, and and, and we do, um, then, you know, we need to go back to planting billions of uh, trees like we did in the past. FDR, a good Democrat, planted, he started a program where they planted three billion trees across the country. And I was Mm -hmm. thinking, why are we not planting, you know, six billion trees across the country we now? Could. We it could. would take out the carbon. It helps to cool. It would do a lot of great things. And if you're worried about sea level rising, which they are mm-hmm. a little, um, take 
billions of gallons of water, seawater. You can desalinize it. You could do it with, you know, uh, solar. You could do it with other things to help pump that water inland where it's needed, especially. Now, we're not so bad in Florida, but California, you are. Absolutely, yeah. So we might, you know, as we finish off today's show, I would might remind people that, uh, you know, we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on the on the web, we're on YouTube, we're, you know, so you can get us multiple ways, not just here on the radio show. Stay with us as the Plant Talk and Real Estate Talk continues every week. State auctions? Call James DeFritis at 727-254-7127 or go online, FloridaAuctionTeam.com. Odyssey. News, insight, passion. FM 93.7, AM 860, W229DJWGUL, the needed, the answer. Because no matter what, no matter where, you need the truth. And specifically, if you're listening from Newport Ritchie to St. Petersburg or from 10. 